0: Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 39, Sea Slugs of Maine, part 2. As we mentioned in episode 38, anyone who watches science TV is most likely well aware of sea slugs, shell-less marine gastropods known for their brilliant colors and occasional charismatic swimming abilities. Those that live in clear tropical waters sport bright colorful pigments while here in maine our sea slugs tend towards a more subdued color scheme locally we have just two of the five groups or orders of sea slugs represented and in episode 38 we talked about one flavor of those orders the Dorid nudibranchs today we present the other flavor of nudibranchs we find here in maine the aeolid nudibranchs Aeolid nudibranchs are much easier to spot than their dorid cousins, looking like slugs with numerous projections coming off their backs, which are extensions of the mantle, a feature of all mollusks. These projections are called serrata, and in many of our local aeolids, the serrata are thick and finger-like. The serrata are multi-purpose anatomy, but were first recognized as having a gas exchange function. Respiration relies on surface area. Important gases diffuse molecule by molecule in, like oxygen, and out, like carbon dioxide, across membranes that separate the external environment from the organism. The more surface area, the more gas exchange can occur, and the less limited metabolism is. Organs of gas exchange are notorious for their surface area adaptation, from the gills of fish to the lungs of humans. Because sea slugs have dispensed with the typical gill structures of many other mollusks, called tinnidia, they need another way to generate the surface area needed for sufficient gas exchange for breathing. Eolid nudibranchs have solved this problem with serrata, and these projections tend to sway in the water currents like tall grass in the wind, giving the eolids their name after eolus, the wind keeper of Greek mythology. In the elid nudibranchs, the serrata also contain extensions of the digestive system, called diverticula. These play a couple of important roles. Because the mantle in these animals is thin and translucent, you can basically see through the serrata. But because the serrata contain outgrowths of the digestive system, you can see what the nudibranch is eating. And they largely take on the color of their food source. Pretty clever for a soft bodied, tasty morsel to camouflage itself as its own food. This can lead to confusion on the part of the casual observer, however, as most of us gravitate to color as a key characteristic of identification, and the serrata of some of these nudibranchs can vary in color from bright red to orange to gray to brown. Anyone really interested in differentiating one species from another will need to learn the specific physical characteristics of the shape of the head, the position of the rhinophores, and tentacles, as well as the distribution of the serrata. Coloration isn't the only digestive system in the cerata trick the eolid nudibranchs have going for them. These nudibranchs are well known for kleptonidae, which I mentioned briefly in episode 37. Nidae are the stinging cells of the cnidarians, a group of animals that includes jellyfish, coral, anemones, and hydroids, and just happens to be the favorite food of nudibranchs. Cnidarians have nidae for capturing their own food and for defense, Anyone who's been stung by jellyfish knows all about this. Many creatures have figured out a workaround for these powerful stinging cells, including, most famously, clownfish. Remember Nemo in his anemone? Nudibranchs can actually eat these cells and keep them from firing their toxic barbs, passing them through the digestive tract and up into the serrata, where they are stored in the very tips and are discharged if a predator tries to nibble on the nudibranch. How they manage to eat but not fire the nidae is an area of active research, but scientists think that mucus has something to do with it. It's likely that some chemical in the mucus blocks the firing of the nidae. Once again, snot for the win. Scientific names are based on Latin and Greek, and tend to be wonderfully descriptive if you understand the root words they used. One group of eolid nudibranchs represented in Maine is the genus Flabellina which is derived from the Latin for fan. Again, the serrata in the currents wave gently back and forth like a fan. One of our locally occurring species in this genus is Flabellina gracilis, graceful fan. Isn't that lovely? Take that image with you if you have a chance to go out and explore the intertidal zone on these waning days of late summer. This has been episode 39 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wabanaki land. Check out photos of sea slugs on our Instagram. Search at The Essential Rhythm. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Sidhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.